Beauty and Brains presents a work in progress. Your favorite weekly podcast all about navigating adulthood and adversity with transparency and vulnerability. Here, we highlight progress over perfection. You're listening to my personal professional development diary, where I share the highs and lows and the real and raw parts of the story that no one talks about. I'm your host, Breland Hunt, a work in progress. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are sound in mind and strong in spirit. Welcome back to A Work in Progress, the podcast. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Today is the holiday episode. We got some things to talk about. We are going to get into some things, okay? As you can tell by the title of this episode, we're going to be talking about like that whole feeling of going through depression or just like really feeling down when there's a lot of hard times during the holiday season, the holiday blues, holiday sadness, because everyone has like their perfect holiday. But when reality fails to live up to the dream, stress can be a result of that. So I'm going to talk about a little bit of that today. And some other things as well that I feel like nobody ever talks about. And I just want today just to be an open discussion. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, I want to encourage you to first of all, rate the podcast. Spotify has now added rating and reviews. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, write a review and leave a rating five-star ratings only. (laughs) Also, in the show notes down below or in the description box, if you're watching here on YouTube, I will have a link to the episode page on my website, breelandhunt.com. So if you're wanting to comment or ask a question or share your story, I'd love to receive it. So there's a comment section at the end as well as links to listen to it, again, in the description box or on the website, breelandhunt.com. So if you would like to share your story with me, you can visit the A Work in Progress page my website under the beauty and brains tab to submit your story. Okay, let's get into it. Oh, by the way, okay, let's talk about first of all, I got my hair done. Okay, so we have some cute little braids for us um, audio listeners. I did them black, mediumishly small and long. Um, You know, how sometimes you just get tired. And you're just like, I need some braids. That's how I was feeling. Um, Yeah, even though my hair looked really great in the last episode and my makeup looked great too. Today, I just felt like it would just be cute if I wore like my Christmas pajamas and I wore no makeup and we were just like, just, I don't know, chilling. So that's what the vibe of today's episode is. Um, And yeah, I just wanted to mention that because if you're listening, you don't know that we got a new look going on. And I think this is my first time filming without makeup on. I said I was going to do it more often, but yet I still find myself being like, okay, I got to do my hair. I got to do my makeup before the podcast episodes, but I want to make it, I want to normalize coming on here with no makeup on um, because this is just like a chill conversation, a chill chat. So anyway, holidays, am I right? So I'm filming this the day after Christmas. I was going to film this yesterday. Um, but I kind of just took too long to get ready during my day. And I'm glad that I'm filming it the next day because I would have probably said some things (laughs) that I would have regretted. And also, if you can tell, my voice is a little bit raspy today. We love a good raspy. Does anybody else love a good raspy voice? Mine is a little deeper than normal. Um, maybe it's my podcast voice. No, but it's a little bit deeper than normal, but mainly just because, um, 
you know, I don't know, my throat, I don't know, we're God has my body healed. We all know what's going on in the world right now. I am determined to be well and whole and healthy. So my throat's a little bit scratchy, but that means absolutely nothing to me. And I am filming this on a Sunday. <laughs> and last time I filmed it on a Sunday with the intentions of uploading it on a Sunday. And I uploaded it on a Wednesday. But thank you for still coming through. And thank you guys for all your comments. I'm just, I'm loving reading all the comments. So but today, even though I'm filming this on the Sunday, you will see this on the Sunday. So Merry Christmas. It's the day after Christmas for you guys. Anyway, holidays, right? So holidays offer their own special stressors that can greatly impact our mood. And for me, it starts off in November and it goes literally all the way until January, like literally the start of the new year. And there are a lot of different reasons why holidays can be stress inducing between like gift giving dealing with financial stress, now with COVID impacting not only our health, but also like our finances, possibly our job, possibly grief and sadness, which thank you, Lord, I have never had to experience that, but I know how difficult that must be during this time. And then like heightened family drama and differences. So I don't experience all of these things, but I dibble and dabble in a little of them that just makes like holidays really hard for me. And the thing is that like there's this huge juxtaposition, come on SAT word, there's this huge juxtaposition during the holidays because if you guys know me, it's like I do love the holidays. I love the the sparkly light when you go out. I love listening to Christmas music. I love hearing Christmas music when you're, you know, going around. I just love that everybody just feels like happy and joyful and we're all kind of like just getting ready and preparing for what is to be like this. this it's more than just the day. Like it's really the season. And it's kind of backwards for me because some people are kind of like, okay, the season is too much. Like it's all supposed to be about the day. And that's absolutely true in regards to like the purpose of all of this is the purpose of the day, which is Christ the Savior is born. I don't know why I decided to sing that, especially knowing that I'm losing my voice right now. But <laughs> the point is that I definitely get and understand you guys know of anybody I get and understand the purpose of Christmas so you have some people that are kind of like all of this you know stuff starting from the end of Thanksgiving all the way until the day of Christmas is too much and you have some people where it's just kind of like I love everything leading up to Christmas I love the theatrics the movies the ah but the day of Christmas itself mm. and that's that's the category that I fall in and then even I remember like as a student, like not even really being able to enjoy the holiday season until like after finals, because if you are having a tough semester and you're stressed, this is final seasons. Like this is not holiday season. You're not worried about no gifts. You're not worried about none of that. Like, and now this year I experienced my first holiday work party and that brought a whole nother level of stress as well. And then on top of all of that, I don't know why this year and I felt this last year as well. I don't know if just because it's like I'm working and I work obviously in an office building and I don't get and I get off late and so I don't get that many hours of sunlight. But y'all, the seasonal depression is hitting me heavy. Like I have to be so intentional to combat it because it's it's coming in hot. So let me first start off by telling you guys about this holiday party story at my job, right? So I... 
I, I feel so bad. So you guys know I'm a medical assistant. So I work at a doctor's office. And last year, I things were completely different. Like my, my practice has just been going through a lot of changes over the past year. And it's not always changes that like I agree with or that are like for my benefit. Like sometimes they just make life harder. And so one of the things is that when I first started, I ran the same provider every day. So I assisted the same person. So I knew how they worked and we built a relationship. So for Christmas, I bought her a Christmas gift because I just felt like that was right. And I also bought Dr. E a Christmas gift because like that was my main man. <laughs> and um, he literally bought me lunch like every day for months. <laughs> so it was the least that I could do. And this year we like do this new thing where we don't run the same provider. So I don't necessarily have like one strong relationship with one person. So not only did I not feel comfortable or feel like it would be appropriate to give one person a gift or like, and I definitely wasn't giving all the providers. We have eight different providers there. I wasn't going to give everybody a gift. I just wasn't going to do that. <laughs> and, but the same thing, like there was nobody else who was like giving me a gift and when you have to spend, I always say this, but there's just so much time spent at work that if you don't feel like loved, appreciated, just comfortable, it just, it just ruins things. Like it just makes things really hard. So here we are and we're supposed to have like this holiday party. And so since we don't have these like one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one relationships with people, the whole office does white elephant. I officially hate white elephant. <laughs> if you guys don't know, it's basically a game where like you set a budget and everybody buys their own gift. And then the person, each person one by one, like you get a number. And as you go down the number, somebody picks a gift and they open it, they show everybody. And then the next person can either like steal that gift or, you know, pick a gift and then just keeps going. And then you steal a gift and then woohoo, everybody ends up with the gift that they somewhat technically wanted um or they were low-key left with and like I get that it's fun and everybody doesn't know everybody I think that a secret Santa would have been a little bit easier because I always say that I feel like I'm the easiest person to shop for when it comes to gifts like if somebody knew that they were my secret Santa they could easily get me like a pink tumbler or like a pink phone case you know what I'm saying something that's like cheap but like you know, it's something that I would like or like a, 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 I don't know, something little, but like girly because I'm a pretty basic girly girl. But instead, I ended up, long story short, getting gypped. And it's like I already didn't want to go to the party because basically, you guys know my work bestie, Glory, she has gone off to PA school and she ended up coming back to work at the office for a few weeks during the winter break um, so that she could just, you know, earn some money and enjoy her winter break off. She ended up getting sick. And so part of me was like, oh, I don't want to go to the party because I just don't really feel like I have like, you know, my person. And I was like, oh my gosh, Glory's going to be at the party. My work bestie. Like now the party's going to be fun because, you know, when you just have that one person, that person who you can just like, you can look at, you can laugh with, like you just don't have to worry about like fitting in or whatever the case is like I was just so excited and then she got sick and then she wasn't there and I was like oh, now I had to go to this party alone and I just felt like really I was just overthinking the whole party because like I said part of me like enjoys the ideas of holidays but then part of me like just feels so uncomfortable 
And I didn't want like to give off the energy that I didn't want to be there. But I just was so uncomfortable with the idea of like celebrating holiday. And I have this weird thing recently where I'm like, I keep having to celebrate holidays with like strangers. As we're getting older, you guys know I have an older brother and an older sister. And I also have a mom who's dating now. So like, for example, on Thanksgiving, everybody brought a date and these were all these new people. And I'm like, my family has been a lot through the like the past couple of years. And so it makes me kind of like dread holidays because I never know what I'm going to get. I don't know who's going to be at the dinner table. I don't know if my mom's going to cook or not. I don't know if we're going to do gifts or not. I don't know if there's going to be a tree or not. Like sometimes every year literally just takes me by surprise. And so I've talked about this before. And basically what I'm getting at here is that I'm like holiday traumatized. I'm holiday traumatized and I have, I know that I have trauma to work through and it manifested in like this holiday party where I just was like sitting uncomfortably the whole time, like with a stoic smile on my face and also like COVID rates are rising. So I'm having on my mask because my bestie just got sick yesterday and I'm like, I feel like we should cancel the party. But if I said that, it would be like a Grinch. You never want to seem like a Grinch in the workplace. And then like here, our big bosses have to like go across the room and speak about everybody. But I feel like, oh, like if Dr. E was here, he would have really been able to speak about me and my work ethic or like if I was still running my same provider. But now things are just, it just makes me feel so uncomfortable because like during holiday times, it's like people pretend or they fake love and appreciation because it's like you kind of have to, like you kind of have to have a, a holiday work party. And I say this is my first time having a work one because last year we didn't have one because of COVID. So this is my first time really experiencing it. But last year I felt much more included in like the work dynamic than I do this year. And so I was just like, oh, I just feel so uncomfortable. I feel like I'm at like my boyfriend's friend's house. And the mom was like, everybody has to say something that they're thankful for. And I'm like looking around and I'm like, I'm thankful for all of you, but I don't know (laughs) y'all. Like that's how it feels. And I know that I'm probably being really dramatic to some people, to other people, you're going to get what I'm, where I'm coming from. And that just means that we share the same trauma (laughs) and I'm working on it. The point of me telling that story was to say like, yes, I was very uncomfortable. No, I can't really say I had a good time, but I went and I tried to have the best attitude possible because overall I am working on changing my mindset to being excited. Like what I'm doing right now is like changing my mindset. And I've been kind of slowly doing this every year is to being excited for the future and getting closer to like that ideal holiday for me. Instead of like ruminating on the fact that my current situation is less than ideal. And I've talked candidly about this on my YouTube channel years ago. I believe this was in 2017 or no, 2016. I did 12 Days of Breland. Shout out to when I could do like some sort of vlogmas video. Anyway, in 2016, I did 12 Days of Breland and I uploaded a video called Why I Hate Christmas. And that was such a dramatic title, but it covered the basis, like it was a full story time of when my mother canceled Christmas because my brother and I were disobedient that year. And then since that Christmas, when I was 15 years old, the holiday spirit in our household just like died, right? So like she canceled that Christmas that year and it was traumatic and then After that, we just like never had a normal Christmas again. And not only did we like not exchange gifts, but like I said, we no longer decorated the house. There was no longer a tree. And there was even some years where like we didn't even do Christmas dinner. So 
in one year, my outlook on Christmas vastly changed. Like I used to love holidays. I used to have those ideal holidays where like there would be tons of presents underneath the tree and all my siblings and I, we would open up the gifts and whatever we asked for would technically be there. I always say my mom is not the best at gift giving because like you'll ask for something and she'll get you not really what you asked for. And I remember not fully realizing how ungrateful I was at the time because I'd be like, I didn't ask for a black purse. I specifically asked for a Michael Kors purse. So like, even though this does the same thing, it doesn't hit the same. And I was like very much so ungrateful. And even if I wouldn't say those things, I would think those things and I'm to feel those things. And I'll always just be like, next year is going to be better. And I, I, I was definitely, you know, a bit of a spoiled child, but I think a lot of people are just genuinely like spoiled if you are able to have like a blessed Christmas. And so I didn't really realize how blessed I was to have those Christmases until I no longer had them. And then I was like, I would love just to have a black purse. Like who cares if it was Michael Kors? The fact that I could ask for something and know that I would be getting something and you know, it would be coming from a mother from love or my parents from love with love. Um, But yeah, suddenly now this holiday this time of the year is really just like vacant and just like left to be filled with memories. I also in 2018 ended up writing a blog post entitled the holidays for broken family girl, um, which I'll leave linked down for you guys to read in the show notes. Um, and I read it over yesterday morning and it breaks my heart to even read how fearful and dreadful I'd be around this time of the year. I'm going to read an excerpt for you guys. The happy-go-lucky, loved-feel spirit of Christmas is deserted from my life, and the idealistic holiday for movies and sitcoms taunts me of exclusion. It hurts me to not be automatically happy and excited to celebrate as the world would want me to be. Furthermore, it hurts that I see these dark feelings mask the true meanings behind Christmas and Thanksgiving and subsequently miss out on the blessings the holidays bring with the presence of their history. What did I tell y'all in my last uh, podcast? I'd be writing. I read that and I was like, first of all, <laughs> Breland, start writing a book immediately. But no, then I was like, dang, you're hurt. Like, I remember how I felt writing this. And I'm so happy to say that, like, I, it's slowly getting better. I'm not like I was when I was 12, 13 years old, like fully aware of what Christmas was, being a spoiled brat, like just excited for Christmas, staying up all night. Like, I'm not that anymore, but I'm not like, I just want it to just be underneath my covers. I just wanted like the whole day just to disappear. I'm somewhere in the middle and it really did start with me just being like, I know that when I'm a mom, my Christmases are going to be lit. Like I'm easily going to be hosting it, whether it be for my whole family or for my new family. The tree is going to be big and different every year. There's going to be gifts for everybody underneath the tree. There's going to be decorations all over the house. There's going to be music. There's going to be food. There's going to be fun. There's going to be traditions, matching pajamas, Christmas movies, hot cocoa, making cookies. Like, I just want that Hallmark movie feeling during Christmas. And even though I can't have it right now, that doesn't mean that I can't create it. And so I've really just been kind of like holding on to the idea of like every year I'm getting closer to being able to create my own Christmas. Like, 
as I get more money and as I get closer to meeting my life partner and as I get closer to moving on and having my own home, like soon I'm going to look back and be like, yeah, I used to not have great Christmases, but now Christmas is my favorite time of the year. So I share this all with you all to say that I'm just really proud of myself and kind of like just as I'm reflecting on how I've been feeling this holiday season, I definitely have some burns. Like you can tell that I've been traumatized, but I'm better. Like I'm I'm much better than I used to be, which is great. Thank you, Jesus. Like, thank you, God, I'm better. And, you know, I just wanted to really just update you guys because there was a point, like I said, where I wouldn't even go home for Christmas or I would just avoid Christmas at all costs, even though I genuinely love the idea of the holidays. And now I'm at a point where I definitely feel some type of way, but I try and push through by changing my mindset. I think that what you think about alone can truly and genuinely affect your mood. Like it can make a big difference on your outlook on anything in life, but especially during the holidays. And I've just been in general practicing gratitude gratitude was my word of the year and I think that my last podcast episode of the year I'm going to talk about my experience with that because it's been an interesting one and so we'll save that for the future but what I really wanted to get in now was kind of talk about the way that I am still feeling and the ways that I'm kind of still dealing with surviving the holidays because I still feel like I'm surviving them like every year it's not like oh the holidays are over it's like whew another year like I made it through and I can finally breathe until you know next year and then hopefully next year it'll be better but I don't really hear a lot of people talking about this and I just want to start the conversation just to hear if anybody else deals with this notices this struggles with this this battle that I have with myself where I am having to change the way I'm thinking and specifically practice gratitude versus indulging myself in influencer and social media culture where like there's this holiday overload that's kind of showing me and telling me that I shouldn't be happy because like this is normal air quotes normal and I started to think this year because like I love me some vlogmas I cannot wait until December 1st I watch all my favorite little beauty vloggers my little lifestyle girlies black white Asian like I watch everybody I love vlogmas I'm a vlog girl I will always be a vlog girl through and through so when everybody's uploading every single day and the thing is though right because I've done vlogmas before I didn't do it correctly and my vlogmas high key sucked for multiple reasons one I was doing it alone and I wasn't really like thinking and fully planning or like I was doing it genuinely like this was me vlogging every day up until Christmas whereas like vloggers they plan out doing Christmas like activities in order to build excitement around the holiday spirit so I have never in my life made a gingerbread house before so it's like that would never be something that I would just happen to do in the 21st days leading or 25 days leading up to Christmas but if I were to do vlogmas like this year, now that I've just been so hyper aware, I would probably be like, what day am I going ice skating? What day am I going to put up the tree? What day am I going to go to Target to, you know, get my Christmas decorations? When am I going to decorate the house? Like it would be all of these kind of like Christmas themes every single day when in reality, that's not how my 25 days leading up to Christmas are. It's more so like heightened anxiety every day. But in general, like even when I was a child, it wasn't like that. And I'm confused. I'm like, 
Is it because my Christmas is so far off from the ideal Christmas or the perfect Christmas or even just like, or I'm just going to say perfect and ideal, the picture perfect Christmas, that it's like, I'm confused if that is normal or really depleted. I've really been depleted of a holiday experience or if that's extremely heightened, you know what I'm saying? If that's not real, if that is literally quote unquote just for the gram or do it for vlogmas or like is this really how y'all be living like I'm confused and I don't know if anybody else feels this type of way because I can't say that I don't enjoy that content like nobody's gonna complain like you're doing too much fun things during the holiday time it's like no this makes a great vlogmas but it's like there's so many people and so many cultures all around the world on YouTube and on Instagram who just all seem to have this perfect holiday season and for the first time this year I began to question like is vlogmas healthy for me because I've been questioning this when it comes to vlog videos in general and influencer type videos because like I said I'm a vlog girl that's my form of content that I watch the most and especially with me being in this point in time in my life and I'm working on gratitude it doesn't help to see these black girl luxury even though we all have our own versions of luxury and i truly do believe that it does make it more difficult to constantly like watch and see people living a life that you begin to covet because it's clear i wouldn't say it's clearly but it seems as if it's better than yours i've been kind of battling with that like maybe i should kind of like chill out <laughs> on watching this stuff all day every day because it's making me unhappy with my own life and if i'm realizing that and i'm recognizing that then i should take a step back but like vlogmas seems so innocent like watching an influencer or seeing an influencer take a picture with their baby in front of the christmas tree seems so innocent but when you literally haven't had a Christmas tree in your home for the past five years, you begin to covet something and you're like, am I traumatized and this is completely normal and I have, you know, my own stuff to work through? Probably yes. But also is this stuff heightened to a point where it's the abnormal or the overtop and the extreme is now considered to be normal? I guess my real question is, does anyone else feel like the influencer effect on holiday expectations? My expectations for the holidays are now even more heightened. But I think about even when I did still have our normal Christmases and there was a tree and there were gifts and then I would go on Instagram afterwards, like this is early, early, early Instagram, probably still Facebook at this time because I'm a true millennial Z. So like I started off on Facebook and then I went on to Instagram and I'm slowly getting on the TikTok now. Anyway, that's a different different story for a different day. The point is I would get on Instagram the next day after Christmas and be like, dang, it be looking like that under y'all trees. Like how many kids do y'all have? Y'all have three and your tree looks like that. I have three and my tree don't look like that. And it's not that my parents were like, I mean, we started off broke, you know what I'm saying? But by the time I was like 13, like we were on the up and up. My parents have been on the up and up my entire life. So like as my expectations grew because of what I was noticing that other people have during the holidays, I, my disappointment also grew with what I did have. And like I said, it just made it even worse when because the, I, I had no reason to be disappointed with my Christmases because they were perfectly fine. But I definitely had a reason to be disappointed once I had no Christmases at all. So it just made it even worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if I was already ungrateful when I had something, you can imagine how I feel or how I felt 
and sometimes still feel when I have nothing and I still have to, you know, try and be grateful when I see people with like more than I ever could have even dreamed of, imagined or hoped for and definitely experienced. And some of my favorite influencers, they talk about like how the holiday season, this is like the influencer Super Bowl with the brand deals. And again, the picture perfect holiday moments all captured the holiday parties, the friend gift exchanges, the building gingerbread houses, going ice skating, family holiday pictures, baking cookies, movie day with the family, opening presents on Christmas day under the tree. I have not experienced more than half of the things on this list. And it's really hard not to feel bad when this is what you see every day and it's nowhere near your reality. So it leaves me with the question, is social media creating an unrealistic expectation of the holidays for me? Or again, is my reality just really off? I think it's probably a combination of both because I really do believe and understand that I am traumatized for my Christmases. And like I said, I am working on it. But I also truly believe and understand that influencers have a way of like not just influencing what we buy, but they influence our mind and our heart, how we feel and how we think. This reminds me of the myth of happily ever after. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but I remember reading an article about how Walt Disney ruined our love lives and it made so much sense that Disney contributed like to the failure of many marriages around the world because he glamorizes and magnifies these fairy tales that cause us as women specifically to have unrealistic expectations about how successful romantic relationships are made and maintained. And I know that's something I'm going to have to deal with when I do have a partner because I am a hopeless romantic. And I say that and I mean it, but what that really means is I've grown up watching Disney movies. I've grown up watching chick flicks. I'm already, you know, a Leo, big personality, more is more kind of person. You put on top of that, me seeing movies where grand gestures equal love, good luck. (laughs) Good luck to my husband. But I can see how this is like the same mindset when it comes to holidays for me, right? It's like you see these big grand gestures from either parents or loved ones or whoever during the holiday seasons. And you're like, that's what you begin to expect, But what do you do when reality doesn't equal your expectations? So what I found for myself during the holiday season is that social media on a normal basis can provide a lot of community and support when it comes like communicating with friends, but too much of anything is never good. And like I said, specifically for me during the holiday times, I take a step back because I know that I'm prone to negative thinking when I'm around these things too much. Like I said, I don't normally compare myself, but specifically during the holiday times, it's so hard for me. And I normally stay away from social media because I just don't feel good. Like I posted yesterday, but only because I had stuff that I wanted to post like on Miss Washington County page, which by the way, if you're not following my pageant page, follow at Miss Wash Co on Instagram. I wanted to post those things, but I literally am like posting with my eyes closed, like making sure I do not scroll. And then today as I woke up and I just like happened to casually scroll on TikTok as I do on the toilet this morning. And I was like, oh no, like it's still, it's still holiday stuff on my timeline. And I noticed it immediately because like one of the first videos kind of had me my feelings, like four children, you know, 
basically running outside to get new cars. And I, I have a beautiful car. Like I'm very grateful for the car that I drive. I'm very grateful that my first car was paid for every month, you know what I'm saying, by my parents. I love the Barbie Dream car, that little red thing. Like I'm very grateful for that. But it's so easy for me to suddenly become dissatisfied when I see other people during the holiday times. And it was something personal that I have to work on. It's it's forcing me to shift into a growth mindset where I have to look at these different challenges or things that I would consider to be failures as an opportunity for me to grow. And so like I said, I've been doing better, um, knowing my triggers, not being on social media during this time and really just having an attitude of gratitude, being grateful and content with whatever this day, this season, this year would bring me. It has been helping. I noticed my triggers, so I wanted to talk about it just to see if I was alone, but I am getting better. So I am really excited and happy about that and I wanted to share it. I really just do that by daily during this holiday season, just thinking about how things will be for my family in the future. And it's like, wow, that's crazy. That's your life. Cool. I'm taking that idea. Maybe one day I'll do that for my children. And it may not be for 25 years. (laughs) I keep saying that. I have to really remember that I'm already 25 years old. So when I say that... I guess I'm not going to have, you know, toddlers at 50. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to share with you guys now kind of like a holiday season survival guide because I definitely have accumulated a lot of different tips that help me and I hope that it helps you during this time as well. Number one is to practice self-care in order to decrease holiday stress. I did a lot of that. Like me getting my hair done, I literally got this done on Christmas Eve because I was just like that day just brings me so much anxiety because all day like that was the only day I have off that's one thing I do not love about the healthcare field especially coming from being a student and you get months off and then you know even people who have other jobs like their whole company takes like a week or two off and I'm like I get one day off how am I going to utilize this day child face mask getting my hair done it's like getting braids now it's like a luxury for me because it's like where can I find time to sit down for 10 hours you know and I was still working on other things at the same time but it really felt like a way that I was treating myself and I'm very happy that I did it and then I got it done and again it helped decrease the holiday stress because I was I woke up grateful on Christmas morning that I had braids in my hair now for the next two months you know going to work will be easier number two is treating yourself while you're treating others um I I again I've talked about this before but I've had years where I've given gifts and I haven't gotten anything back and gift giving is number five on my love languages I do not enjoy receiving or giving gifts but you feel this pressure like you have to or else like you don't love the person you don't care about a person but can I really just take a side moment to say does anybody else feel this way where it's like such a transactional exchange that I just feel like it's really stupid like I don't make a ton of money but I'm definitely the kind of person where when I want something I either save up my money for it or I buy it when I see it so there's not much that I was like oh I've really been needing this I've been really wanting this if you give somebody with something because they specifically ask for it it doesn't it doesn't hit the same in my personal opinion than as like I've been noticing that you've been really on your podcast game so I'm gonna buy you some new headphones I'm gonna buy you a new microphone I'm gonna buy you a pop filter it doesn't have to be worth a lot to be worth a lot to me 
everybody's different when it comes to gift giving, but that's how I am. As I'm learning about myself and as I'm growing up, I'm like, I really prefer experiences or like you genuinely noticing something that I need or that would help me or that I want, but I maybe didn't even know that I wanted. I think that's better gift exchange, but this year, my family, we, I guess we decided, because again, every year we do something different. I guess this year we decided that we're giving gifts. So we gave each other list. And so I'm grateful that I can say that I had a good Christmas because I, people got me what I wanted. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. This is, this is different. I, I cannot tell you the last time I'm like, wow, I'm very happy with like what I got for Christmas because like you asked me for what I wanted and I told you, and I guess that's nice. But also me part is like, I shouldn't be just happy just because I got things that I wanted for Christmas. You know, I'm, I'm literally all over the place. It's like, part of me, is like, be grateful if you have nothing. But then part of me is like, I can't help that I'm grateful that I got something that I wanted, you know, but I guess it's like being content with however the day was going to go. And I really made sure that my mind was set on that before the day even happened. And while I was shopping for other people and like last year, I waited until the last minute to shop for people because I was very much like, do I want to get y'all gifts? Because y'all be acting real funny. And if I get a gift this year that I don't like, then it's going to be a waste of my time and my money. So maybe I should just give nothing. And if y'all give me something, then that's on you. Thank you. That's literally how I was feeling last year. And this year I was like, regardless of if I like your gift or not, regardless if I spend more money than you, regardless of if I'm paying attention to what you really want and you just get me something that you think, you know, all girls want, Bath and Body Works, whatever, I'm going to be grateful for it because like it's only a matter of time before I have either my person or, you know, whatever that really genuinely like is looking after what I want. And in the meantime, while I'm shopping early, I'm going to go ahead and treat myself because y'all probably don't know that I've been having my eye on this purse. Grab that. <laughs> and I just say that. And, you know, I just say that as an example, I didn't buy myself a purse this Christmas. Um, But I'm trying to think, what did I buy myself this Christmas? I've been, I'm honestly, I bought myself a heater for work because it's been freezing and I've been asking my job to get me a heater for the medical assistant office and they weren't doing it for a very long time. So I got myself a heater and that's something that I will use every day and I will really love and I really cherish and I really appreciate. So hmm. <laughs> another thing that I've been really intentional about doing this season that I feel like helped is volunteering. I love, love, love being able to give back during the holiday season. I think that it just takes your mind off of you and your situation. And I did a lot of that as Miss Washington County. So again, follow me on Instagram over there at Miss Wash Co. I did this really great event for Toys for Tots and I was a personal shopper and it was like a person would basically come to me. They had it organized so well and I was able to literally like hand pick different gifts for these families and fill up their cars with trash bags on trash bags of gifts for each one of their children. And it just, it fulfilled me. It made me so happy. And I was like, I, I was very much so in the Christmas spirit. I felt like Mrs. Claus. I wasn't worried about what somebody was going to give me. I was very much so happy the fact that I was able to help other people. So if you are that same type of way, I know my other friend Jasmine, she's always like, I just want to serve on Christmas. If you're always kind of like feeling some type of way around the holiday season and you haven't tried it yet, definitely try volunteering and again, practicing gratitude while doing it. It makes a big difference. Number four, as I talked about this entire podcast, but working to have realistic expectations. And if that means eliminating things like Vlogmas or being on social media during this time, then, you know, do that. It's nice and fun to see what I got for Christmas videos. But if you start looking at the computer and then looking at what you got and then looking back and looking back and then suddenly you're no longer grateful, 
you're not setting yourself up for gratitude. You know, sometimes making sure that you're working on your expectations and making them realistic is the best way to ensure that you will be grateful for whatever your holiday season looks like. Number five, this should really be number one, but remember what's important. Like remember what this holiday is about. I'm so grateful to say that I haven't had to experience any loss or deal with grief during the holiday season. My heart goes out to you if you are. I understand how hard it can be, but for those of us who are lucky enough to still have all of our loved ones with us, even if y'all are arguing, even if you don't like your mama's boyfriend, even if, you know, just be grateful that you are all there, that you are are all able to celebrate together and again remember that this is not about gifts and it's not about gingerbread houses and ice skating and even just creating the perfect content it's about Jesus. Unfortunately, the local church that I go to here was closed on Christmas because the COVID rates are rising. But I remember, um, what was that, in 2018, when I did the Christmas play for my church in North Carolina. I didn't really think about it until now, but every day as I was working on the dances and going to rehearsals, we were listening to gospel music. And you know, it was Christmas music, but Christmas music sometimes, not all the time, but most of the time, Christmas, the, I'll say this, the best combination is when the Christmas music is also gospel music and you're just listening to it day in and day out, practicing and rehearsing and ultimately working to bring glory to God on his birthday. And we know it's not really his real birthday, but you know what I'm saying? It's it's great to kind of like remember what the season is for. I think that again, it changes your heart posture. And lastly, seek support from your friends or other family members if they're able to um, relate to you and understand. Like it really means a lot to me. Again, a lot of people kind of know that I, I get weird around the holidays. I get really stressed. I get depressed I you know I have the holiday blues and I really feel like I have to survive holidays so the people who don't just reach out to me and say Merry Christmas but are like hey how are you doing today I know that this day is usually hard for you is there anything I can do to make it you know make it better for you those are the people that really just make the holidays better um and I again I hope to be that for you guys here at the podcast go ahead and comment it down below. How are you feeling this holiday season? Are you dealing with grief? Are you so stressed out from finals that you weren't able to really fully focus on what this holiday season was? Do you have somebody that you always argue with during the holiday season that just kind of stresses you out or gives you anxiety and makes you not want to be around during that time? Let me know down below. You can vent to me. I'm here to listen and I can't wait to respond because we all need somebody during the holiday season. And so yes, I went into this holiday season with the mindset of something good can come from this. That's really just been what I've been repeating to myself. When I'm purchasing something, I'm like, oh, this is really expensive and I'm pretty sure they're not gonna spend the same amount of money on me. Something good can come from this. And even if it's not an actual gift from them, again, it's heart posture, it's mindset, it's peace of mind, it's seeing their face light up on Christmas, just really working on changing your mindset. Stephen Furtick called this flexible faith. And it's like when you allow yourself to have your hands open, your eyes open, your ears open, your heart open, and your mind open for something good to come of this. And when you're looking for it, when you're listening for it, when you're willing to receive, it will come.
So again, if you're looking to support others during this time, make sure you're checking in with people, you're listening to them, and you're being thoughtful of activities and events. I'm actually going to leave a link in the show notes to the Holiday Stress Resource Center from the, I think it's the American Psychology Association down below. Again, I'm also going to leave that link to how Walt Disney ruined our love lives, as well as um, a video about the holiday blues, as well as that blog post that I wrote, what is that, three years ago now, um, about the holidays for a broken family girl, because again, and I can understand how divorce can completely shake things up. And I'm grateful to be at this place where I am now. But I'm hoping that if you are in that dark place that I was at a few years ago, or even further back than that, then by reading it, you will feel seen and heard. And if you just want to know more about again, everything that went down, there is a link to that YouTube video about why I hate Christmas in that blog post. So let's go ahead and get into some kingdom keys. But ultimately, there is a process that leads to the promise. We know that there's going to be a process that we have to go through in order to get to the promise. And in the process, you have to learn how to take baby steps and celebrate baby steps and appreciate this little bit. I haven't finished creating the world, but I created light today. You have to learn how to celebrate yourself. You have to have flexible expectations in order to have strong faith. If you don't have flexible expectations, your faith will break. The first time that you carry a load that you weren't expecting to carry, I mean, think about how flexible Mary had to be to give birth in Bethlehem. If you understand this, you can trust a little bit better that God is working all things together in your life for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So subtraction is not always bad. You think that God is waiting for stuff to change. You think that joy is going to be when things change, but it won't. You have got to get it out of Egypt. You have got to learn how to be in a bound place, a broke place, a hard place, a tricky place, a sticky place. They left darkness with treasures. Did you know that you need to plunder your depression? Did you know that you need to plunder your anxiety? Did you know that you need to plunder your addiction? Here's what I mean. The same thing that drove you to be such an addict is the same drive by the Holy Spirit that God is going to use to make you ferociously committed to his purpose. You must then begin to realize that we go through trauma. We all have triggers, but we have trial. The problem is sometimes we are in a perpetual state of trauma and triggers, and we don't take advantage of the trial. We clap a minute and we're through. We say thank you and we're done with it. We say, oh, that's a good thing, and we go on. The trauma lasted for six months. The triumph lasts for six minutes. We, we ought to have at least as long a celebration as we had frustration. That ought to take up the rest of the service right there. That ought to take the whole rest of the service just dancing and jumping and shouting and praising God because we have gone through enough. I said we have gone through enough that when we come out triumphant, 
We ought to praise God. Sometimes triumph is just being here. Be God and not be in such a hurry to get everything when you want it, the way you want it. I'm just not satisfied, discontent. I want it now, I want it now. How about if we just start saying, God, whenever you think it's right, if you think it's right, and until then, I only have one goal, and that is to be content every day of my life as a way of worshiping you. I believe if we will be content every day of our life, it is worship to God. Amen? That's a way of worshiping him. I trust you. I love you. I can enjoy this day even if I don't get what I want. We're going to end this episode off right with a few minutes of guided affirmations to keep our spirits up and focused as we move throughout our day. Remove all distractions and verbally repeat these words after me. I am grateful to be alive, breathing, and experiencing life as only I can. I choose to release hurt and resentment. I give thanks for the positive relationships in my life. I relax and let go of the things that I can't control. I am learning to be grateful for every part of my life. I will use these hard times to make me a better person. I will focus on being thankful for what I have instead of what I have not yet obtained. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of A Work in Progress. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. You can do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're not already watching the pod, you can do so on youtube.com slash beauty and brains. So join me over here and subscribe to the channel as well. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Breland Hunt or visit my website, breelandhunt.com for weekly podcast updates or to contact me to share your story. Until next time, be sure to live each day to the fullest because you only live once and give yourself some grace. We are all just a work in progress. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.